Welcome to Down to Business with V, a show dedicated to bringing you actionable information to help protect you, your families, your businesses, and the community. Today we'll be discussing ransomware, what it is, how to protect you, your families, and how to mitigate the risks. We've called in cybersecurity experts from a global leader in consumer cyber safety. You don't want to miss this episode. Let's get down to business. From Atlanta, Georgia, to becoming a United States Marine, to Washington, D.C., and every place in between, everybody calls me B. My goal is to bring you resources, education, and knowledge from sources you can trust that informs and protects to safeguard our families, our businesses, and the community. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Down to Business with V. I am your host, V, and today we are discussing ransomware, the effects and impacts on you and your families. I have in the studio with me today via BTC, cybersecurity expert, Dr. Kevin Aleandro Roundy, Senior Technical Director with Norton LifeLock, a global leader in consumer cyber safety. Dr. Roundy received his PhD from the University of Wisconsin in 2012. He has a background in machine learning and database systems. Dr. Roundy has also worked in endpoint detection and response on risk modeling, as well as human-centric security and privacy paradigms. During his time with Norton LifeLock, Dr. Roundy has authored several research publications and patents. Welcome, Dr. Kevin Aleandro Roundy. Thank you for having me, V. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. So Dr. Roundy, today we're gonna to be talking about ransomware and really trying to drive home the point of how this can affect the everyday person. In recent weeks and previous months, we heard about the Colonial Pipeline incident and how that impacted a global, um, you know, a, a global company. But this impacts the everyday consumer. So I'd like to talk about that and um, just what we can be looking for um, as everyday citizens in a situation um, like a ransomware attack. So let's start with what is ransomware for the everyday person that might not know what this is. So, so ransomware is a type of malicious software that can get onto your device or uh, your phone and it will encrypt it'll encrypt private information on your device. Generally, uh, they're using very high-grade encryption that's not easy to, uh, to break. And they will basically hold all your personal data ransom unless you pay them information to have it retrieved. Now, you know, in a case like the Colonial Pipeline uh, incident, you know, they're, they're really cutting off access to critical systems and, and, and information that's needed to keep things running. For you and I, if we get hit with ransomware, it's generally just the loss of memories and, and files and, and uh, pictures and videos of our kids and loved ones that we will be missing. So they're not gonna charge us millions of dollars if they hack us, but it could be on the range of you know, 300 to a couple thousand dollars that they might try and extract from you uh, if they are able to successfully encrypt the files on your device. Now it's important to recognize that not all ransomware is created equal. Some of it 
is vulnerable and there are ways to recover information from some ransomware. And then some ransomware is just scaring you into think, making you think that they've encrypted photos on your device. But really all they're able to do is just kind of pop up a screen on your, on your computer to make you, them, make you think that your device has been encrypted and, and all of your information is lost. And so there's a lot of, you might call it scare, scary um, fake ransomware as well. So you know, if you've been hit with something, you shouldn't immediately jump to your wallet and, and start trying to pay for this information. And in general, you have to make a, a difficult decision. You know, uh, you know, first of all, you want to verify that it really was a case of ransomware that actually encrypted your individual files and that, you know, your data really is gone. And if that's the case, then you should still be looking for solutions. Um, but very, very likely they're just scaring you into making you think that you are, uh, your, your device has been compromised and you, unusable, but there could be solutions around it. That's basically what ransomware is, is denying you access to important files. And, and sometimes it'll try and freeze your system and make it look like it, it can't be uh, restored and you can't gain access or do anything on it. Usually there are ways around that, but if your files really were encrypted, typically the only way to get them back is hopefully you have backup. If you don't have a backup somewhere, then you really are going to lose all of that information. Very interesting. So Dr. Roundy, can you tell us what would be some of the indicators that someone has been compromised in a true ransomware attack, what that would look like for the everyday consumer? Yeah. So, I mean, these ransomware actors, they want your money, right? So they're not going to be subtle about it. Once they've managed to encrypt your data, they will let you know, and they will let you know that they, they, they want money or else they're not going to release anything on your computer. Now, by then, obviously it's, if it's a real uh, case of um, well-written ransomware, it's too late essentially for you to get your files back. Uh, there might be some signs that ransomware encryption is in progress. Basically they'll, if ransomware gets onto your device, it will just start reading your individual files one at a time, encrypt it, uh, overwrite the original with the encrypted version, and then move on to the next file and the next file and the next file and the next file until they've encrypted all of the personal information on your device. They'll typically go through your, your documents folder, your pictures folders and videos folders and things like that, and encrypt everything uh, without actually making your device non-functional. Uh, so that you can kind of verify that your data is really gone and, and then realize, okay, I really need to pay these people if I want my data back. Can you tell us a little bit about how a ransomware or malware would um, end up on someone's device or system? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same tactics that are used by any type of malicious software to get on your device. Um, Typically, one of the most common ways is an email. So you get an email, it might have some sort of uh, newsworthy item that like, you know, it'll say, hey, install this, this software. Um, it might try to convince you that your machine is already infected with um, malware. And therefore, they'll say, here, install this tool, which will protect your device, right? So originally, you're not actually infected with anything. But by trusting that email, now suddenly you've installed the ransomware and now you really are infected and you're really gonna be in trouble. So it's very important, um, no matter what the email is and no matter what the notification is that pops up on your browser, you should be very, very cautious with anything that pops up and make 
absolutely sure it really is coming from the, for example, the antivirus software solution that you have installed and uh, not, not install anything. If there's a sign that something's scary and you're not very tech savvy and you're not really sure whether it's legitimate or not, you know, get someone to help you and, uh, and get a good sense of whether there's a notification that you can make it go away um, and you might be just being tricked. One of the things I encountered recently is if you just go to a suspicious website, um, if you just start clicking around through Google search or something like that, and you, you wind up on a malicious website, one of the things that you'll notice in the browser, it'll say, is it okay for this website to issue notifications? And if you say yes, then you'll start getting little pop-ups in the corner of your screen that could look exactly like the pop-up that you get from your AV product and make you think that your computer is infected and maybe think, even think, that it's you know Norton or McAfee or Kaspersky or, or or Avast or any other AV product that's warning you about malware on your system. So never uh, never click on that button to allow notifications unless it's a very very popular and prevalent site that you trust. Um, those notifications can mislead you and make you think that you're infected with ransomware and can then click, lead you down a trail where you might click on a link, install uh, something on your system that could really infect you with something like ransomware. Yeah, you mentioned um, the pop-ups. We've heard of some very popular um, attempts where a pop-up will surface on a user's computer. It says um, that you have, you've been infected with a virus, click here, or it will um, provide an 800 number for the consumer to call. Tell us a little bit about that scam and what we should do if something like that happens. Yeah, almost always these notifications will just be from a website that you visited. And sometimes they can make it difficult for you to close a window or you know, they, they can be very good at spoofing other types of legitimate pop-ups and notifications that look like they come from your AV vendor, et cetera. So the first thing is just try and close that web page for the browser. Uh, it might, everything might just go away at that point. If you have enabled that website to give you notifications, however, it'll continue to send pop-ups to you. So at that point, you have to go into the browser uh, settings, look at any websites that have been allowed, that you've allowed to issue notifications and make sure that you block those notifications. You also have to be very wary of sites that are trying to take over your search capabilities. They might install a new search service instead of like, for example, maybe you're used to going to Google or Yahoo or, or ask Jeeves or something like that as your search provider. And they might try and take over that and then in inject new things into your website that way. So in general, you see a notification like that, you should be extremely dubious, right? Um, if anytime I see a notification saying my device has been protected, I'll go straight to my, my uh, you know, my Norton Security app in my case, I'll open up the app itself and see if it's telling me that there's something nasty on my device. If I know that Norton's saying my device is fine, then I know it's it's just a fake pop-up that's coming through the browser and I need to just make sure I clean up the browser, close those windows. So that's very important. And then those numbers, anytime, if there's a phone number, that's very, very common for these things to say, hey, your, your security product uh, subscription has expired or your device is compromised, please call this number and we will help clean you up. So if you, if you actually do call that number, They'll, they'll, one of the first things they'll try and do is they'll say, oh yes, um, your device is compromised. Uh, please let me get onto your device. We're gonna do a remote desktop session so that I can get on your device and clean it up. 
So in that remote desktop session, that's they'll actually start dropping, they could drop actual ransomware onto your device at that point, or they could drop other malicious um, software to make it your, your computer look like it's infected all of a sudden, even though it wasn't uh, infected before you made that phone call. So it's very, very important um, not, to, not to trust that number. If, if, you do, uh, if you do think that your computer is infected, go straight to your security provider's website and look up their number directly on their website. Uh, so go to Norton.com or you know, whatever other provider you have, look up the, the phone number and the contact for customer support and go straight through that means instead of trusting the number that gets popped up at you and in whatever notification you just got. Very important point because that number is probably leading to a fraudster or a malicious actor. Well, when we come back, we will talk more with cybersecurity expert, Dr. Kevin Alejandro Randi, about identity protection, uh, ransomware, and what we can do to ensure that our families are safe and our systems remain uncompromised. We'll be right back. Every organization is responsible for ensuring cybersecurity. The ability to protect its information systems from impairment or even theft is essential to success. Implementing effective security measures will not only offer liability protection, it will also increase efficiency and productivity. With our cybersecurity workshop, your participants will understand the different types of malware and security breaches, develop effective prevention methods which will increase overall security. They'll also understand the basic concepts associated with cybersecurity and what a company needs to stay secure. Find out more about training for you and your organization at vickergroup.com. Welcome back to Down to Business with V. I am your host, V. And today we are discussing ransomware, the real world impacts on you and your family. I have in the studio with me via VTC, our cybersecurity expert, Dr. Kevin Alejandro Roundy. He is the senior technical director with Norton LifeLock, a global leader in consumer cyber safety. Welcome again, Dr. Roundy. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Dr. Rani, you shared a lot about ransomware and the real world impacts on the everyday person. We talked a little bit about the Colonial Pipeline very briefly, but wanted to really focus in on how this impacts everyday people. And can you, for those people that are just tuning in, can you recap what ransomware is? Yeah, so ransomware is software that will deny you either access to computer systems that you need or more often to individual files on those systems that are important to you. So for the typical person, we're talking often about financial documents, uh, pictures, videos, you know, family pictures that are irreplaceable and, and, you know, contain a lot of very valuable memories. And you know, basically those files could get encrypted and no longer be accessible unless you pay the ransomware actors a certain amount of money to convince them to decrypt those things on your computer. Very interesting information. Dr. Roundy, in this segment, we kind of wanted to go into some tips to help prevent 
um, devices from being infected with ransomware. Can you walk us through um, some insight on that? Yes, yes. So, you know, the most common forms of ransomware um, are well recognized by security vendors. So you should have a security product on any computer. Uh, generally, it's going to be like a laptop or a computer where you're most likely to get hit with ransomware. And so <clears throat> on those devices, you want to make sure that you have a good security product that's kept up to date. And, and then the second most important thing is, is backups. Um, you want to back up your data somewhere other than on that computer uh, so that you can get it, so that you can still keep access to your, to your photos and to the other things that you care a lot about. So make sure you have a good backup that's, uh, that's kind of separate from, from your system so that you know, it's separate and can't get also hit by the ransomware in the same attack. Very important information. Dr. Randy, what would we do? Say if we've clicked a link, the pop-up came on the computer, we dialed the 800 number, and now we're in a full ransomware takeover situation. What do we do? Yeah, so the, I think the first advice is maybe don't panic. I mean, it sounds really bad, uh, but in many cases, you're not getting hit by something that's as bad as, as you might think. So there certainly is a lot of very nasty ransomware out there that can very reliably encrypt that information, and you may have no other choice but to pay them if you really want those files back. However, um, there are also a lot of software out there that, or even just a notification through your browser that's going to try and scare you into thinking that you've got hit with ransomware uh, when you really haven't. So first of all, don't panic. Uh, you can often dig your hole a little deeper by, by panicking. So uh, as we mentioned in the earlier segment, Often it's that scare, that scare tactic initially that gets you to try and install something that's promising to clean up your device. It's actually going to be the thing that infects you for real. So, so first of all, don't panic. Uh, don't install anything um, that uh, is showing up on a link or call any numbers that are showing up there. And then I would recommend as a next step, take a picture of your screen uh, so that you can have a, so you can remember all the exact words that are showing up and then get on another computer or a device or on your phone and try and learn everything you can about, about it. Um, it could be that it's just a scam. It's just a scare word, a scary tactic that's trying to get you to think that you're, that you're infected. Um, alternatively, you know, looking up some of those phrases that showed up that popped up on your screen could, could give you a sense of what exact uh, threat you're, you're, looking, you're looking at on your device. Uh, with that picture, you can also send it to, to relatives or you know friends who can, uh, who might be able to help you help you out and figure out what's going on on your computer. Uh, the next thing is you know if you once if you're really starting to feel like okay this really is ransomware, um, you should contact the FBI. They're the premier agency that help people if they've been hit with ransomware. So you contact the FBI, you report the cyber uh, incident, and they'll help you. If, if it comes down to, you know, actually needing to issue a payment, uh, you know, you're really in a pretty vulnerable situation if you get hit with ransomware, because first of all, you don't want to line the pockets of these people who have, um, who are doing these kinds of attacks, right? So uh, you don't want to, and, and second of all, there's no guarantee that if you pay them that you'll actually get your money back. So you really ought to contact the FBI before you before you engage in giving them money, because you might just be um, lining the pockets of somebody who 
who didn't actually encrypt your files in the first place. Uh, or if they did, there might still be a way to, um, to uh, break the, the, uh, the grip of the ransomware on your device. Sometimes they're not doing a, the best job of keeping track of the encryption keys. So there is some possibility um, that all is not lost. So still remember that advice, don't panic and do your best to, uh, to just be very cautious about what's going on. You would want, like I'd also recommend, um, you know, you can do things like restarting your computer into a safe mode. Um, if your computer is all locked up and frozen and you can't, you can't interact with it. If you, if you reboot it into a kind of more, the safe mode basically will prevent anything but except for the most essential things from running on your computer. And so at that point, you should be able to um, maybe verify whether you know your your files really are gone, uh, whether you know it, you'd you'd verify basically by going to your documents folder, your pictures folder, and looking at the individual files and notice they really have been replaced with 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 junk instead of the original file that uh, that you had in that spot. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess in summary, you know, first of all, don't panic. Report it to the FBI. Uh, take a picture of your screen and, and learn everything you can about this threat before you overreact and, and to figure out, you know, what options you might have, because you very well might have good options other than paying these people a ransom. Very insightful. And I do want to echo what you said about reporting to the FBI. The FBI does have a website, ic3.gov, that takes these complaints specifically. Um, so that should definitely help a consumer with that. And um, they can also reach out to the regional uh, FBI office to speak with someone about what's happening. So Dr. Randy, let's say in a scenario where we have deciphered that this is not necessarily a huge ransomware attack or it's something that we can mitigate on our own. Is that an option? And if so, what can we do um, to clean up our systems? Yeah, so the, the first step is, you know, there. There really, there's some very uh, nasty ransomware uh, variants out there, but there aren't that many of them. And so security products have gotten very good at cleaning these things up. So the first thing I would try and do is either install a security product or, you know, update my existing one if it's been, if it's been damaged or something by the attack or something like that. The first thing is, is get your security product up and running on the device. And it should be able to very, very neatly take get rid of anything that's malicious on your device so it could get rid of the ransomware uh but you know it, it might not necessarily get rid of all the it, it can't probably decrypt the files for you if it's if, that, if it's too late for that but in most cases you're probably dealing with some sort of scareware or something that's just kind of freezing up your computer making it look really bad but the security products will do a pretty will do a good job of, of cleaning your device up in the vast majority of cases so um, yeah, install install a tool and, and it should be able to help you restore your device. Awesome information. We also wanted to um, reiterate that um, while, while the um, pop-ups might be there, don't necessarily reach out to that number that's on the screen telling you contact this, us at this number or use this 800 number. Um, to, to, you know, help get this off of your computer. So don't use that number. If a number pops up on your screen, go to the actual website of the trusted um, source uh, and, and get an, a number there 
that you'd call if there was some sort of attack on the on the on the device. Well, yes. Dr. Roundy, this this conversation has been extraordinarily insightful, as are all of our conversations with you. I'm so incredibly grateful for you. In closing, is there any additional information that you'd like to share with our audience today? You know, ransomware, the best way to protect yourself is through prevention. So having backups for the things that you care a lot about, uh, having a security product on your device, and then just being wary of uh, installing something like this in the first place, right? So if you see something that scares you, that makes you think your device might be compromised, uh, be very careful as, as V just reminded us, super important not to contact any of those numbers that pop up if, if something is telling you your device is compromised. Uh, very important when you're looking through your emails, don't click on random links, don't install software that's sent to you via email. Uh, just be very wary of, of uh, what you're installing on your device to protect yourself against these things. Cybersecurity expert, Dr. Kevin Alejandro Roundy, Senior Technical Director at Norton LifeLock, a global leader in consumer cyber safety. You heard it from him here today. Dr. Roundy, thank you so much for being here with us. We are extraordinarily grateful for what you do on a daily basis to help protect us in these scenarios and even more. <laughs> we are extraordinarily grateful. Well, this has been Down to Business with V. We are so grateful that you're watching. You'll want to see our next shows. We're getting more into information just like what you heard today. You'll want to stay tuned. I'm V. This is Down to Business with V, and we'll see you next time. I'd like to give a special thanks to our guest, Dr. Kevin Alejandro Roundy, Senior Technical Director at Norton LifeLock. Thank you so much for all of the insight and expertise that you shared with us today. We certainly do appreciate you. I'd also like to give a special shout out to our team here at Down to Business with V, who makes this show possible. I'd like to thank Hannah, Eric, Suzanne, Stephen, Doug, for all you do every day to make our show possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'd like to thank you, our audience, for tuning in every week. We certainly do appreciate you, and this show would not be on air without you. If you would like to sponsor our show or be a guest on the show, or if you have show ideas, feel free to email us at show at dtbwithv.com. I'm your host, V. This is Down to Business with V, and we'll see you next time.